When my goats lived with the chickens in the little shed behind the garden, I electrified the fence to protect them. I was worried that the coyotes might come for them in the night. We have coyotes that run in packs here. You can hear them close by all year long. I placed the hot wire myself, two inches above the ground. You know why? A coyote will not jump or climb a fence. It will dig under it. Welcome to the Accidental Farm and its daily podcast about farm life and about you and your life somehow. The two are connected. You'll see. It was a busy day here, and by the end of it, I looked at myself and laughed. It's a good thing that my clothes are brown because I was covered from head to toe with dirt. Some days are like that around here. But the barn is clean. The final garden beds are mulched for the winter, and various construction debris is, well, at least better organized. That said, my back is sore and I am ready for a hot shower. I can't remember when I moved the goats from the garden shed up to the big barn exactly. It must have been a month or so after it was completed. And after a few failed attempts to integrate my three goats with the donkeys, Murphy was the issue. No matter. Just a little pivot, and the goats joined the donkeys in the barn, but with separate quarters and their own fenced pasture. For a time, that fence was an electric netted fence, the kind that you can move pretty easily to allow livestock to graze in new places periodically, even daily. It is possible that this netted electric fence trained a few coyotes to stay away, but that fence fell down on the job on very windy days and during very snowy winters. In the snow, the fence would ground out and no longer hold a charge, but the animals didn't test it too much. Eventually, I gave up on the electric netted fence and opted for a wire fence with strong fence posts. No more electric charge. I didn't give it a second thought, really. Down behind the garden, the chickens continued to be threatened by bears. The old fence was a mere climbing apparatus for them. First, they would discover the feed, which was kept in a wooden storage bin and inside of metal trash cans. Somehow the bear could smell it. When that was eaten by the bears or removed by me, the bears would come for the hens. I wondered why the bears never sought out the feed in the barn where the goats and donkeys lived. Ever. Were they scared of the donkeys? Maybe the bears couldn't smell the feed over the strongly scented barnyard. Maybe it seemed like too much effort and too many obstacles. In March or April of 2020, in the pandemic's early weeks, I moved the hens to the barn with the rest of the animals. All of a sudden, it made sense to keep everyone in the same place after years of keeping them separate. Less work. Less cleanup. Much easier to go to one spot to care for everyone instead of two. Why didn't I think of this beforehand? I'm surprised that Carl never mentioned it to me. It's been nearly two years, and I can count the predator attempts on one hand. No coyotes, no bears, knock wood. A hawk or two have cased the joint, but we have solutions for that. The woods, the coop, the birds becoming stock-still statues, and an outdoor shelter. The barnyard is more of a community than ever. The donkeys have pathways. The chickens have learned to follow them, picking up any uncovered bugs or worms along the way. The ducks are up first and to bed last, especially on rainy days. The goats parade up and back from one end of the pasture to the other. No one bothers them. Even at night, I am able to keep the goats' smaller door open so that they can come and go. 
The barn houses hundreds of pounds of feed, cracked corn, sweet feed laced with molasses, equine pellets, the low-carb variety and probably the least exciting, black oil sunflower seeds, mealworms, layer crumble, no bears. I hope I am not jinxing it by saying this, but I think the smell of the feed is masked by the smell of the barn. Goat pee is strong. Even though I clean the stalls regularly, doesn't smell terrible, but I'm guessing a bear cannot smell treats over it. And so the little barnyard with five horned or hooved mammals and thirteen birds are all safe. Predation among them is kept at bay by some pretty nice fences and gates. As for external predators, each animal has its role in the barnyard, keeping watch, sounding the alarm, masking the smell of feed, being intimidating, pairing up, sticking together, going inside and out as needed. Safety in numbers. A community watch. Each one doing his or her part in the life of the barnyard, seemingly without knowing it, by nature. Thanks for being here on the accidental farm from your own community. In Washington, Illinois, Upper Sandusky, Ohio, Coshecton, New York, Richardson, Texas, Stuttgart, Arkansas, to name a few. I am so glad that you are here as part of the Accidental Farm. If you are loving it so far, give a little love back by writing a review or leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts, where more than 50% of you are listening, or on the easy little widget on the link in my bio on Instagram at XOXOFarmGirl. Thank you so much for doing that. The reviews you leave really make a difference. See you tomorrow.